Welcome to episode 273 of Hit the Mic with B. Stacey here. All right, it's another episode uh, where we talk about three things you must know. Uh, and today we're going to talk about vanity metrics. So you've probably heard me talk about vanity metrics before if you've listened to the podcast before, because it's it's a big deal. <laughs> it's an epidemic in the social media world. Uh, this focus on these metrics that don't have a, a ton of value for us in uh, the short term or the long term. So today I wanna talk about the three things you need to know about vanity metrics and why they are the uh, least important part of your social media. So let's start with talking about the fact that they're incredibly unreliable. I think a lot of people equate having X amount of followers with Y amount of success. Meaning if I've got a thousand people following me, I've got a thousand people buying from me. And that is super not true. Um, you could have a million people following you and, and no one buying from you, or you could have three people following you and all three of them buy from you, uh, or some variation of that in the middle, or, or you know, you, you could have a thousand people following you and, and a thousand people buying from you. That seems unlikely, full disclosure. Um, but the, the people who have large audiences and have large audiences taking action who are engaged, uh, it's because they focus more on that engagement part, which we're gonna talk about again in a second, and less on the accumulation of followers. It's easy to to lean on this, this very front-end metric of I have 500 likes on my Facebook page, so I'm good to go. Or I don't yet have 15,000 followers, so I can't launch XYZ, and that's, Easy to do because it doesn't take a lot of digging. Uh, but the reality is, is that number is incredibly unreliable when it comes to actually knowing if an audience is gonna take action. Um, you do have to dig deeper into your metrics. Uh, I see a lot of people who, you know, they, they you know, you ask them. So when I do one-on-one -on -one consulting, I always ask, you know, you know, what's happening with your social right now? How do you feel about it? Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, well, we've got this audience or we're trying to hit this audience goal. And when I ask about their engagement, they can't rattle off those numbers the same way they can rattle off their follower counts. Uh, and that's a problem because it generally means they're not taking a look at it. Uh, you know, the same is true when you talk about something like a membership community. Well, great, you have X amount of members, but what's your member retention? That number is just as valuable, if not more valuable, as how many members you actually have because it's, it's how many people are sticking around. So in, in the concept of social media, you know, great, you have five likes on your Facebook page. How many of them are engaging? If that answer is zero, then those five likes aren't doing you a lot of value. In fact, especially on something like Facebook and now Instagram has the algorithm, it's actually detrimental. And that's why when I see these, these campaigns and Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups and on Twitter for, for like for like and follow for follow, you know, follow back, whatever it is, it's really doing you a lot more harm than it is good because unless you're gonna engage with a page, you're actually, that like is counting against that person because it's showing as an unengaged part of the audience. It's, it's showing up in the algorithm as, as the page is not providing value because the people who like it aren't engaging with it. And so that's gonna hurt delivery when it comes to getting in front of people who did like the page because they genuinely had an interest in seeing your content. And so 
I want you to not put so much value in the credibility of that number, of that front vanity metric, meaning likes, follows, um, those kind of things, okay? Number two, the real value is in your engagement, meaning having a big audience is great. Having an engaged audience is better. And I absolutely understand that you want your audience to grow. I have number goals for my own audience, for things I'd like to achieve size-wise. But my focus, my primary objective is always to get them engaged, finding ways to get content in front of them, to get them engaged with content, get them to click the content uh, and do something with it. Uh, the same thing is true with your email list. And, and I think this is an easier way for people to wrap their head around it. You know, if I've got 100 people subscribed to my email list and nobody opens my emails and nobody clicks on them, there's no value in that. If I've got 10 people who open my email and they click every single link and open every single email, that has incredible value. That list is now more on paper, financially valuable than the list of 100 people. The same is true for your social media. If you've got people who are following you that are not engaging with you, who aren't commenting, who aren't liking, who aren't sharing, who aren't clicking, who aren't uh, you know following the path you're laying out for them on social, going to be really hard to get that audience to do anything when it comes time to sell them something, which is, you know, the goal for us as business owners. So focus on that engagement. Look at how people are engaging with the content. Are they commenting? Are they sharing? Are they liking? Are they clicking? You know, one of the things I really pride myself on is I'm really happy with the click-through rate I get uh, on networks like Twitter the content that goes back to uh, the site is, is used. And that's important for me because I'm trying to drive people into a place where they can get value. Uh, and so that's way more important to me than the fact that I've got 4,000 followers or whatever it is. So pay attention to those numbers. And, and full disclosure, if you don't understand those numbers, if you're struggling with, with how to figure out what that stuff means, and how to get there, or even if you can find Twitter analytics, if, if, if you're struggling with that, get help. Sit down with a, uh, a social media coach or a consultant. Uh, check out Backstage. We talk about a lot of that stuff in Backstage. Um, have someone work through it with you so that you can understand it. And on the flip side, if you have somebody who's managing your social media for you, maybe you have a VA that's scheduling posts or a social media manager, you should be getting these kind of reports with a breakdown of what that stuff means regularly, at least once a month. Uh, I know for our management clients, that's what we do, is um, they get reports once a month. So you need to be getting insights on that engagement numbers. They shouldn't just be saying, oh, we got your likes from 500 to 550. We should be saying, okay, likes went from 500 to 550 and here was the engagement. You know, This post did really well, these posts didn't do so well. Um, you know, tweaking how often, so frequency, types, timing, all of those things to maximize your your results, okay? So that's number two. So again, number one, they're not super reliable numbers. Uh, number two, you have to focus more on your engagement because that's what is going to matter. And, and just to add on to that really quickly, your engagement numbers increasing will increase your follower count. It's not that you're going to really focus on having five people who really care. It's that five people who really care is what's going to lead to 10. 
And what's great is it's going to lead to 10 people who actually care. And then that 10 people leads to 20 people, again, who actually care, instead of just trying to find 20 warm bodies to put in a room. That's really, really valuable to know. The last thing I want to know, I want you to know, is these numbers can still be important for you to be paying attention to. Again, they shouldn't be your only focus, but there is some information in them. For example, if you launch a, a new a change in your brand and you're starting to see your follower counts drop really rapidly, then that's something you need to look at. I'm not saying you need to stop because what may be happening is you've gotten uh, more targeted in on who you're talking to and the people who you're not talking to are kind of falling off. That's that's good because you're they're self-selecting. You're cleaning up your list so that the people who can are going to engage and who want to engage uh, are going to stay with you. And that's valuable. That's absolutely valuable. However, if you're all on the flip side of that saying where something goes out, maybe a video and it's, it's a lot of great shares and all of a sudden, whoo, your, your, your follower count on Twitter blows up like super, you add like 500 people in a day. Something worth knowing too, because you can say, okay, now what can I do to really continue to reach these people uh, and duplicate these results? Now I'm not saying you can just suddenly, you're going to do that every day and you're going to grow by 500 every day. That's a little unrealistic, but you can see what about that piece that connected with them. Also, if you're trying to do things like um, publish a book through traditional means, uh, like a traditional publishing house, or if you um, want to speak on certain stages, they are looking at those vanity metrics as a way to judge whether you can make sales, get butts in seats, um, whatever it is. So there is some value to these numbers. Don't ignore them, but don't make them your priority. That's really what I want you to take away from this. You know, we talked about how they can be a little less than credible. They can be not, not, they're, it's not that they're lies. It's just, they're not the whole picture. And that's why when we talk about number two, that's why you have to pay attention to that engagement. That's why you have to pay attention to what those people are doing after they hit the follow button, after they hit the like button, so that you're able to actually serve them. You're able to actually make an impact for them because that's why you're doing what you're doing. But you do want to make sure that you're getting the information you can get out of those numbers because they there is information there. It just can't be the only thing you're looking at and you can't live and die by it. You know, early, early in my business, every time that number went up or down, by one person on any network or on my email list. I lived and died by it. I was I was so attached to that. And the idea that anybody would unfollow or unlike or unsubscribe was so, so just a punch in the gut. And now, honestly, unless a large amount leave, I don't really notice. Um, sorry, <laughs> but I know it's because I'm being really clear about who I'm talking to. And I only want to be talking to the people who are going to be served, who are going to take action, who are going to make a change, who are going to see results. And so again, I don't live and die by those numbers. I just use them as an information source. Okay. That's the big thing I want you to remember. All right. Okay. I will go now. 
and, and let you move on. But again, if you are feeling uncertain about how to read these kind of metrics or any kind of metrics, if your follower counts are the only thing you can you can use as social media stats and that's all you know of, book some time with me one-on-one, join us and hit the mic backstage, hire someone else, do something to get some help on what it is you need to actually know, especially if you are investing in a social media manager or you're having a VA do this stuff, you need to know these numbers. It's especially critical when you are paying someone to help you with this, okay? All right, I will see you next time. If you have any questions or you wanna check out the show notes for this episode, just go over to thestacyharris.com slash episode 273, uh, and I'll have the links to check out the mic backstage, check out some one-on-one time with me, all of that good stuff. All right, I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.